following Jesus is never easy, but it's not complicated. Jesus makes it very simple for us, and the scriptures teach us to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. And so on the Rusty George podcast, our goal is to help make life a bit more simple. And so hopefully over the past 94 episodes, we have done that. And today, I welcome you to episode 95. That's not even counting the bonus episodes we throw out every now and then. And I want to just uh, just shoot from the hip here, just talk from the heart a little bit to all of our listeners. First of all, to say we're praying for you. This is a crazy time as we go through quarantine and shelter to home. And for those of us in California, it seems like we're on day 752 of this. It's lasted forever. It doesn't seem there's any end in sight. People are getting antsy. We're wandering around Home Depot with no aim, no mask. And I want to encourage you to be safe out there. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. Don't go out any more than you just have to. And enjoy time at home. This will end. There will come a time when you are so busy running errands and out in stores, you think, boy, I wish I could just have a, a day to stay home. This is it. So store up, stockpile, enjoy them. Uh, but in the midst of all of this, uh, there is a, a little bit of, of, of fear and anxiety about what might be next. And I'm reminded of what James, the brother of Jesus, writes in his letter that we have in our New Testament when he says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter trials. Now, most of us would read that and think, okay, well, I'm really not going to you know, assume that to be specific to my situation and specific to the coronavirus and literal but more of kind of a pep talk, more of a, hey, you know what? When you're having a bad day, uh, you got to keep your head up. You got to keep moving on. But you have to keep in mind that when James writes this passage to these people, they're living in Jerusalem. They are starving to death. They have no money. They're receiving uh, resources from other uh, Jewish Christians um, and specifically non-Jewish Christians, Gentiles, um, around um, all of Israel sending money in just to help them. And James, who is their pastor, says, I want you to consider this joy. Now, why is it joy? Is it because we're supposed to be stoic and just assume, uh, you know what, it's never going to get better and just settle in? Why is it joy? Because we want to keep a false sense of positivity and and act like everything's going to be all right. Well, it's joy because these are the moments in which our faith gets tested Haven't you noticed that over the past few weeks? As difficult as things can become, we quickly realize the things that we once put our faith in, whether it's our jobs or our money or our comfort or uh, just even our our personal freedoms, as those have gone away, we're kind of left with all that really matters. I heard one person say one time, Jesus isn't all you need until he's all you've got. And unfortunately, some of us are beginning to discover that. Now, what's humbling is to know that there are people on the other side of the world that have learned that a long time ago. We just so happen to be in a place in America where we're given so many rights and privileges and blessings that we just begin to assume that they are our rights and that they are uh, supposed to be. And when they go away, we we begin to cry out to God and ask why. It's a little bit like... uh, you know, a child getting something for Christmas, and then when it breaks, he looks at his parents and says, why me? Well, 24 hours ago, you didn't even have that toy. 
And for many of us, the blessings that we now have, when they suddenly don't turn out the way that they once did, we, we blame God. When James says in this passage, you know what? A lot of it is just life. It's just a broken world in which we live. But during these times, we can let these moments challenge us and test our faith so that we recognize our faith is in something bigger than just this world. I love the way Pastor Andy Stanley puts it when he says that, you know what, there's a beautiful beginning uh, before us and there's a beautiful end after us, but we're stuck in the messy middle. And maybe that's where you feel you are right now, stuck in the messy middle. Maybe health doesn't seem to be that good for you. Maybe finances don't seem to be that good for you. Maybe you're wondering, what do we do next and how do we move on from this? And we're kicking off a new series uh, pretty shortly at our campuses for Real Life Church Ministries called New Normal, talking about what this new normal will be like and how do we move on and how do we uh, actually do consider it pure joy uh, when we go through difficult times. So I just want to share a couple things with you that might be of encouragement to you. A few things to do during the COVID season. Uh, One, if you have not watched the miniseries called The Chosen, stop everything you're doing and go and do that right now. Um, This is the largest uh, crowdsourced miniseries ever put together. They've raised uh, more money in a GoFundMe for a uh, movie or uh, theatrical production than anything in previously. And the basic premise was this, how could we tell the story of the Gospels and how could we share it with over a billion people? That's their goal. And they start off with the calling of the disciples. And friends, I get it. I know your hesitancy. I was hesitant as well uh, because we've all seen cheesy Jesus movies and we think, oh man, I don't even want to think about Jesus like this. When you see the chosen, your mind will be blown because these seem like real people that have real senses of humor and understanding of what's going on. Jesus is so compelling. The acting is so great. The writing is fantastic. The facts are accurate. The director did deep research on the way some of these disciples would have behaved and some of their idiosyncrasies. Uh, It's fascinating. There's eight episodes in the first season. The only difficulty is, is how to get it. You have to download the app simply called The Chosen. It's free. And then you can watch these episodes and you can, you know, uh, stream them to your um, computers or to uh, obviously your television. Uh, But my family and I, we subscribe to uh, an app called vid angel vid space angel and what it does is you can run netflix and other different platforms through it and it will censor things and take out cuss words and various scenes that you don't want your kids to see so you can let your kids watch things uh, that they're maybe not ready for normally but it kind of takes out a lot of the stuff that you don't want them to hear or see just yet and so uh, it's fun for the whole family so we were doing that before and then the chosen came along as uh, basically new content uh, and original content from VidAngel. So you can watch it on there as well. And I highly recommend VidAngel. It's like five bucks a month, I think. So uh, less than you spend on Starbucks. So watch The Chosen. It's only eight episodes. And what a great thing for you and your family to watch and talk about. Boy, look how Jesus is really interacting with people and what he has to say. And which of these disciples do you relate to? And it's great. It's so, so great. And it's just getting started. Season two and probably three and four are coming eventually. So 
That's one. Um, a couple books that I've read over the break. One is a business book called The Motive. It's by Patrick Lencioni. Uh, he's a fantastic writer. Starts off with kind of a, a leadership fable and then gives some principles afterwards. If you lead anything, it's a great book to read. Um, even if you think, well, all I do is lead my family. Perfect. Read it. It's a great book. You'll love it. Uh, you'll knock through it in a day, probably. Second book is a book by um, our favorite author, Max Lucado. Uh, he's just written some of the best works in in Christian devotional writing uh, in the last probably 30 years. Uh, he has written a book called Jesus, just simply called Jesus. And uh, some of it's stuff that he has kind of mined before, but it's a lot of new content as well. And it's laid out just perfectly, short chapters. Uh, as Max likes to say, I write books for people that don't like to read. So if that's you, pick it up. If you like to listen to books, download it on Audible. You'll love it. Um, Another book that I'm reading just for fun is called Inside Game. Uh, it's about baseball and just uh, different things that we see in baseball that we also see uh, in life. And one final thing I'll throw out there. My family and I have discovered uh, the joy of playing the game Clue. Uh, my wife searched for it, couldn't find it. And then somebody on Instagram from our church said, hey, I got a, a version of it you can play. And so we've been doing that. And my kids love it. Uh, it has been really fun to bring back Colonel Mustard in the conservatory with the candlestick. So Clue's been a good thing at our home. Uh, I, I want to know what you guys have been doing over uh, the course of COVID. So share that on my social media or share that through my website. I'd love to see that. But I also want to ask your fa a, a favor from you. I want to know what you want to hear. We do podcasts. We do blogs. Uh, we put content out three to four times a week. What do you need from this, um, this platform? Uh, it's not just for me. It's for you. What do you need to hear? And I, I kind of have three uh, different areas. Uh, if you think about it like concentric circles or a Venn diagram, that might be better. But one circle is just making life a little bit more simple. And, you know, you hear us talk about that on our, the beginning of the, of the podcast and making real life simple because I just hate things that are too complicated. How do we simplify things, simplify what it means to follow Jesus, simplify what it means to understand the Bible, simplify what it means to, you know, parents and be married and those kind of things. So there's part of our content that, that hits on that. A, a second area are basically for people that are leading churches and, and just some pastoral advice, some things we've learned the hard way, interviewing various pastors and what they've learned along the way as well. And then a third one is just on leadership, uh, leading friends, family, leading at your business, leading in your church. Maybe you're a volunteer at your church, but you lead a group of other leaders. How do you do that well? And so there's three different areas we try to hit. And I'd love to get even more, you know, kind of laser focused on that. And so with today's podcast, there is a survey attached. And I would love it if you would fill that survey out. That would be huge for me. Uh, just give me some information and some feedback. That would be great because it would help us provide better content going forward. We're finding that as we're inside so much more and we're not doing as much as we used to, we're listening to a lot more stuff, reading a lot more stuff. And I want to give you stuff that's worthwhile. So would you let me know that? Would you just fill out that form? And uh, that'll be sent back to us. It's anonymous and it gives us some good feedback on what we can provide for you. I want to know... And specifically, not just what you consume, but what do you share? It's one thing to listen to something. It's another thing to think, that's so good. I want to share that with somebody. Is there anything in the past that you've, you've been sharing or you found that to be helpful and you want to pass that along? So 
With that in mind, I want to ask you if you would do that. And so I want to take a moment here and I want to pray for us. I want to encourage you. We've got some good stuff coming up. Next week, you're going to hear from Brad Lominick, one of the great thought leaders in um, all of the church world. And he's got some great stuff for us as we talk everything from uh, church to mentors to um, uh, having people in your life that make you better all the way to Oklahoma Sooners football. Uh, And then we're going to launch into uh, a couple conversations about a shirt that you may have seen uh, around our campuses, which is the words be kind, but it's spelled backwards. What does that mean? Where'd that come from? How do I get one? We're going to talk to the creator of that. And then also our friend Brad will be back and we'll talk about that together as we're launching a movement uh, through our churches for kindness to reign in our communities. So thank you so much for listening. And let me pray for you as we close. God, thank you for all those listening right now. For all those who may have even shared this, uh, just to say, let me just encourage you, or here's an idea. I want to pray that we see you during this most difficult time. I want to pray that we see your handiwork in everything that we do. And I want to pray that you would encourage all those who are listening right now to know that they are not alone and we're in this together. God, thank you that we are better together and thank you that you've proved that by walking amongst us, by dying for us, by resurrecting and by remaining with us in your spirit. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. We will see you next week.